To all you pseudo spitters, the sound is cool, but the trend I see is the truth is missing. missing. I feel the flow is stupid. You claim that the music's different. different. I guess it's all opinion, depending on who was listening. Yeah. What's the word, y'all? It's KTR underscore podcast. Hashtag KTR. We are KTR. We are back in the build for episode 74 of No Rose Podcast. That's, that's right. No Rose Podcast. Hashtag KTR. We are KTR. We are back in the building for another show for y'all. For some more news for y'all, for some more info in the wrestling community for y'all. And today is going to be a great day. It's another great day for the episode. But before we dive into this episode today, I got to check in with my brothers. And that is Big Harp and J-Bo himself. And my brothers, how are y'all feeling today? Chilling, man. Can't complain. Another good day by wrestling. What about you, Big Harp? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day for a neighbor. And Daniel. Tiger's neighborhood. Sorry, you know. You know that's the you know one of the, that's the, like a top three most positive moment Harv has had ever that I've seen. Yeah, so we're, we're gonna take it. We're gonna roll it. But before we decide to roll and go live on this episode, real quick, y'all gotta do this one simple favor for us, and that is two. Follow us on all social media platforms, KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, No Rose Podcast, all podcast platforms. Got Google Podcasts, got Spotify, we got Anchor, got Apple Podcasts, got Podbean World, everything. And don't forget to get that merch at ProGressTees.com slash KTR Podcast. Let's get in, let's go, let's get into the show. Yo. Ugh, it's going to be a good time today. And what better way to start this episode than with... The last topic that I ended with on my last show on episode 74, we're just going to dive into. It's going to be the first topic on our episode, on episode 74 of Neuro's Podcast. And that is about Rey Mysterio's son. Dirty Dom. I said a lot about this man. I, I gave him his, his dandelions. You know, I applauded him <laughs> on his work and everything so far. Everything that I said on episode 73, I take it back, and that's going in the trash can for episode 74. <laughs> I wish you were. Everything I said about this man, forget what I said, F it, throw it in the trash can along with him, because how in the hell? <laughs> Y'all gave this man a singles title. You were campaigning to send that man back to NXT. It's what not you the same thing. Y'all yeah, knew, y'all yeah, knew yeah. You what think I gonna happen. Y'all what did you knew think they were going to do? What I meant by y'all. say sending him to NXT, I didn't mean throw this man in NXT and put a title on him. What did you think would happen if you sent somebody that great that low? Wait, that what? He's gonna, he's gonna that, dominate. What? 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 Adjective? He's, he's gonna, he's gonna. I mean, he's, he's gonna be NXT champ soon, and then they're gonna be like, "Hey, what we send him down there for?" They're gonna move him up, and he's he gonna take over again, again on the. I mean, it really makes no sense for him to be down there. He's, he's, he's popping. You know what I'm saying? He's hot. What, what, what you moving him down for? Except to boost them youngins because Dom is, is so great. He's such a master at his craft. He knows what he's doing. So now he's just blessing the folks that haven't made it quite to his level yet. With 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 the lessons and the teachings and the things that that he can show them and make them better, you know what it is, man. Stop that. Stop all that. While while Cinco is over here about to have borderline stroke, I'm going to add a bit more to it. 
if this was pre-judgment day, Dominic, then yes, I would understand the frustrations from Cinco. However, because of the amount of of heat, the attention, the on-screen time that has been quite entertaining for over the past year now, him going down, winning a championship. Well, it does two things. Number one, it gives even more heat to Dominic, which makes him even more marketable. And the North American title benefits from this as well. Because before, on NXT, obviously it was an NXT mid-card title. You know, it's here. All right, great. We understand. But now we're going to look at it as like the championship that this dude that nobody likes is carrying around to SmackDown Raw, wherever the false draft show he ended up on like it's it, it it works out in everyone's favor the only thing that i'm upset about is that with ali and wesley like they really brought down ali to help build that uh you know the the title picture and the feud between those two and then now they just ripped the belt off of them sure they could just take the belt right off down and put them back in who cares but that's like the, my only quarrel with it but no this is terrific for both the belt and and dom so i agree with her I agree with you. Um, the only thing that they need to change is the fact that that title he needs to be added to that top to that match between Ali and Wesley because yeah. it was built around the title. Yeah. So they they still deserve that prize. I will say that. Um, and a more serious note, they they do deserve to fight for that title because that's what they've been going for for a minute. But um, yeah. other than that, there's nothing but positives. If they make that change, I ain't got nothing negative to say about it. Good job. Good job. Think have you recovered yet? <laughs> Come on, man. It's the first topic of the show. <laughs> You'll be fine. I should have made the last because I'm about to have an aneurysm over here. <laughs> All right. So one thing I can agree on is with that Rey Mysterio's son winning this title you know, it it does help elevate, in a sense, the mm -hmm. North American title. I, I will say that, you know, it's not a punch at Wesley, you know, because the thing about I will say this about Wesley, you know, him being him being the prior North American champion, he has put on great slash workhorse matches for with this title, you know. So I'll say in ring, he's been representing the title off screen, you know, for like promo stuff. It's been like, hmm, you know, if I'm just being honest, you know, from that standpoint, from like, I guess, the entertainment standpoint, but from the match quality, A, A plus, because he, he's been delivering. So I get that. Ali coming into play, you know, when he hit this whole feud with him and then had the, the name included, uh, what's that wrestler's name? Tyler Bate. Calibate, yeah. Yeah, with him and, and trying to clue him into this feud and everything. It's been, and, but, I mean, like I said, it, it wasn't really getting there just yet. It, it, it was, it did a little something, but it wasn't just like a, a bigger pop than when Ray Mysterio's son hopped in the equation to elevate this on the entertainment level because this is on cable television. So they're trying to make it more interesting i suppose so it helps out that way you know I, I do feel bad for wesley because of how long he held the title and he was coming up upon a record with like how many days of holding this north american championship 
I don't know how many days, but he was coming extremely close to beating Carmelo Hayes' reign. Yeah, well, well, okay. Well, for that, I understand why I didn't do that. Well, Melo should hold that. But still, <laughs> so it's fine. So I'm, I'm for it. I didn't know who was above him, but since it was Melo, it was, it was perfectly fine. But other than that, it's it's real confusing how the, the world wrestling entertainment system works because Rey Mysterio's son is technically, and I don't know why, but he is on the main roster as a superstar. Yes. Are they, so are they going to strip the title off of him? Because that's what they did to Solo. Right. He but won they're the not. North American title. They're not. They're not. I think, and again, it's World Wrestling Entertainment, so it's not going to make sense. But in Solo's case, he was a champion. I don't know if I got this correct. He was a champion before he was officially drafted to the main roster, and that's why they took it off of him. Where with Dom, he is a main roster superstar taking the belt, which they could keep it. Again, it makes no sense whatsoever, but I don't see them stripping him from the belt. You know, they benefit more from having somebody lose or having him lose it to somebody than they do from stripping. With well, Solo, it would have made sense that way. But yeah. Well, I, I guess in a sense it makes sense for him to take that title than the other mid card titles are on the main roster because I think. Yeah, because from Gunther, hell no. Austin Theory. They could have made maybe, work. yeah, because how they're using like, it right now. Who would now? be the face is the thing in that one. There, there's yeah, nobody you got, likable. You, you, you got two heels on that, yeah. So it, it makes Dom sense. is more likable, but he's not the one that they're trying to push as an actual face of the company in the future. So that one wouldn't have worked out. I don't think there could have been face situation. It could have been, you know, like like a triple threat scenario. Like Austin Theory could have with somebody, Dom, you know, he snuck his way in to snuck the belt off. Now you took the belt off Austin. He's still a heel, and Dom still got here. That actually, I agree. You could do a face in like how they deal with this. Uh, what they what they're doing for this what SmackDown uh, open challenge for US title, and they had them two matches. Yeah. Now, what uh, Ray, Ray Mysterio and Santos Escobar, they got face off to see who's on face off theory. They could just mm-hmm. did something like that, and it could have been like. Could have been Ray Mysterio and um Ray Mysterio's son <laughs> in Austin Theory, so that, that could have worked. Yeah, I guess, but you know, congrats to Dirty Dom being the new North American NXT champion. Woohoo! Yeah, Ooh. moving Did on, you- moving on from this BS. Um, so <laughs> on recent events with the World Wrestling Entertainment, besides that trash um we we saw a return actually we saw a return that we haven't seen in a minute and it's been going in the back of my head like where is he at where is he being no he's been recovering he takes the time off but the almighty bobby lashley has been seen mm-hmm. on mainstream tv on smackdown for the past two weeks making his appearance not in ring appearance but you know behind the stage back scene cameo this is when he made this return he had a couple of encounters with some of our with some of our brothers, our counterparts, our favorites, the Street Profits, mm-hmm. and Mellow and Trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. You see, yeah. So with that, <laughs> what what do you do? You see anything coming about this? Do you do you see something possibly forming in the future? Is I know they had the whole thing, the whole talk about you know on social media about there being a new Herbiz 2.0 and that being 
dropped off and stuff because you know how they talk about you no know, pairing the you know, black superstars and black superstars and everything yeah. and say what happened. But shoot, I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I would like it if it happened. So yeah, but <laughs> uh, they included all the people that we said would be included. So do you think or do you see anything coming about from this in the near future with Bobby Lashley having these encounters with the Street Profits and Melo and Trick, or and do you see anybody else possibly in the future with this? What's your thoughts? Well, I'll start off with this one. There's so many different possibilities come from this. Um, the first one, I'll speak on Melo and and Trick. I think that's just one of those like teasers, but that doesn't go anywhere mainly because neither one of those two need MVP at all. They're, they're doing great on their own. Would it be great if they joined the group? Yeah, but they don't really need them. I think, the, in my opinion, the focus will still be on the street profits, mainly because I think this is – we've been talking for a long time about the inevitable break of the street profits where Montez goes on his own, and Montez, you finally get shot, and what would happen with Angelo? Um, how should they break up? Should they break up decisively or should it be like a, you know, partnership, but singles competition type of breakup? I think the Hurt Business is a perfect way, in my opinion, where MVP, that he could manage both of them as a tag team. But then he's speaking in Montez's ear a bit more over time, which will eventually lead to the breakup of the two with MVP pretty much being the wedge between them. And then starting, you know, like a heel run with uh, with Montez. We see Bi Bianca showing appeal so I wouldn't be surprised if they both go in that direction um and and I think it'll be good for every character the only one it'll hurt obviously would be Angelo unless they give him a little bit more you know screen time which I doubt but I do see a tag team being met by them and then Montez going off on their own I think that's the only real come from it right now anything else would just be fantasy booking which is ultimately about oh boy I said, why you want to break up the street profits so bad, man? Hey. I want to break up the street profits. I'm I'm looking long term. I'm looking at clearly the 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 attention that Montez gets over Angela. Look at Montez. Tim and Bianca just got that TV show uh, together. You know, he, he they're having all of the what is it the uh, red carpet walks and the interviews where it's just them. They're clearly putting spotlights specifically on him for a reason. Not saying that they don't do that with the street profits together. Montez and Bianca are clearly the main ones who gets that. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is a end goal of putting him by himself. I have to see it come up. What about you, Arthur? <laughs> well, well I, 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 he, he doing something right now. Yeah, he on mute. So with that, oh man. Okay, now I gotta take a talking point real quick. You just end with me. But with that, so I only I I get I understand. Like we we want to make Montez like the the next thing. You know, he he he's younger than the other top superstars by ten years that they are in <laughs> they are in the spotlight now. So. We, we're going to need a, a new top star in the near future. So I, I guess I get that, you know. But you know what? Uh, it's kind of hard to go against that because of the track history of Bobby Lashley and, like, how he maneuvers and everything. You know, he's only going to be a good guy for so long. 
mm-hmm. until he converses over it to that role of being the reason why, you know, I guess a partnership does break up and stuff like that. But at the same time, right, the street profits are still marketable together, and we need tag teams still at the end of the day. But at the same time, you can just <laughs> see how Montez is this gem in, in the making, you know? He he he's still he's still a little bit you know raw when it comes to like that that you know the spotlight and everything you know he got it we know he he got it. we see it all the time you know we see him in like a couple of singles matches especially with the elimination chamber how he handled himself and everything but I don't want to break up I, I think that can still mesh together and hold it down while Montez is still up there you know I'm and you are hundred percent correct it's just the Building blocks are there. You got MVP who always causes drama with people. You got I thought MVP was on Raw. Well, we know that that don't matter. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, like like I mentioned the other day, you had because like a, MVP hasn't been even mentioned with Bobby Lash. Because I mean, they had the thing like they're done with each other. Because because MVP been doing stuff. Well, they try to do stuff with you no know, Cedric and Shelton because they're both on Raw technically. So you don't care. Okay, we just gonna bend the rules. All right, back. all right. It's dope because they had a Raw suit. Like I mentioned the other day, they had a Raw superstar with Dominic go to NXT and then defend the title on SmackDown. I don't, me personally, I don't care about the the draft or who's on which show anymore. So yes, I do see MVP. There was a segment, what, about six, seven months ago where MVP and Bobby Lashley, they, like, hashed things out a little bit, and they just left it at that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he showed face eventually. Well, the whole thing with the whole uh, – with uh, that trash bag defending the title on um, SmackDown, I think that was because, uh, you know, since they were already in Orlando at the PC Center. <laughs> that know. still kills the idea of the draft. <laughs> it it does. It does. I agree. But, yeah. Pointless. Yeah, the pointless thing. Um Sorry, I couldn't respond earlier, but I agree with everything y'all saying for real uh, about the situation. I do think it's more of a social media machine with the, the group that might be forming. I think it's still a good idea to have a group form around Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as the street profits go, it, I, I don't think it's that people want them to break up. It's more that it's in, it's inevitable. Yeah, you know, you just know how the WWE machine works. Um, it's just, it's just not likely for them to stay together and Montez get a singles push like the New Day or like groups of old. Um, mm. it's, it's rare then, it's rare now, and that's just not the group to do it with, in my opinion. I feel like Angelo um, would, he, he'd be good anywhere he goes, anything he does. He's just not going to get the push that uh, um, um, Ford is going to get. So it's, it's a little messy, but... Um, we we do we need Ford to break out sooner rather than later at this point because as a tag team they aren't really doing anything anymore, so it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to keep them a tag team very much longer. They've already done everything. They've done everything. Tag team, yeah. And y'all not sending them on a tear like you did with the Usos or the New Day, where they become gatekeepers and you know they you just look forward to their tag match. You look forward to seeing them. But mm-hmm. as far as tag team action, they're not going for any belts. They're not really interested in them. They're not even like sniffing them. So it's like, what else mm-hmm. you gonna do? Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Sonico. 
I know. I saw a uh, clip of John Cena and 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 what's the name of the tag? Crime Time the other day, and I always felt that the Street Profits were Prime Time 2.0, where they actually got a chance to try to do it right. Mm-hmm. WWE, they won a tournament, like it was like a one night tournament or something. Prime Time won for a shot at the tag titles, and it never happened. It never got that tag title shot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I got hope for y'all, man. We gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep the tag team alive. We gonna we gonna find a way. Triple H gonna make a way. I, I believe in them. But we are gonna move on from the WWE side, and we are gonna go. We are gonna hop over to the uh, AEW side real quick. You know, do some a little updates about that. So what I saw last night, I didn't see it on TV or watch it because it was Saturday night, and I have a life. But according, wow. <laughs> Apologies to anybody that did watch live. No, I ain't saying y'all got a life, but you know, if y'all been keeping up with my lifestyle, you know I'm out in the in the house on Saturday evenings. But so apparently last night, <laughs> apparently on AW Collision, um, there was um, you know what, Jay, I'm gonna let you take over because I saw you post on your story. Not saying you don't have a life, you're a family man, so I get it. But at the same time, there was uh Posts going around all over the place of Billy Gunn leaving the yes. suit in the ring after a match. I don't know what the match was, but I just saw pictures and stuff of it. And I was just saw on Twitter like, oh, my God. And just, yeah, so I'm going to let you take it away because I have no more context after that now. Uh, I mean, Singer, you pretty much summed it up correctly. After uh, Billy Gunn's match last night, uh, obviously in the ring, he did the ceremonial untying of the boots in the ring, which, you know, for any – wrestling fan you would know that that signifies the public showing that you're retiring from in-ring competition Uh, and i posted it because billy gunn he rarely disappointed was he ever a top guy (laughs) no um what what, was he like one of the worst absolutely not you know he's been consistent for the better part of 30 years so and even in his age i I forgot how old billy is what he like 50 or he, he over he over fifty, so yeah, he ain't sixty, yeah. but he in the fifties. He's yeah, he's fifty nine. Oh, well, damn, <laughs> he's in phenomenal shape, and he can still go in the ring. So if this is then, and the only reason why I say if, if if you saw my post, I did the eyes emojis because the one thing with AEW, they are consistent with in ring competition, but they're not consistent with storylines. Um, so if if this is the end with Billy Gunn. Like we, we I, I need to give him what well, we all need to give him his flowers and his credit for the contributions that he has done to professional wrestling. And I can still see him in a managerial role, you know, uh, with the acclaimed if he decides to do that, you know, without actually being in the ring, that'd be great. But yeah, it, it was a very interesting moment last night. And if this is the end, he he definitely needs to get his acknowledgement. Uh, you're you're muted, big big, big hog. Oh. You're on mute. Well, damn. <laughs> it's like very rare, but I completely disagree with you, J Bo. What's going on? Hey, I love it. Yes, I don't join the dark what side. Billy, what, what what exactly has Billy Gunn done? <laughs> you you want me to? Okay, so yeah, it, I, I really like. It might be some things I'm forgetting about, but he's not that legendary. But like I said, was he ever a main eventer? No. Was he ever bottom car of the ring? 
No, but as far as like consistent in ring action, it's, he wasn't one of the type of guys like, oh yeah, Billy Gunn gonna be in a match. Him is about to put on a a terrific tag team matchup. People or, was hyped to see Billy Gunn because he was the ass man. Okay, the, <laughs> so you that, that was, was really it. We were so kids and we was, got to say ass. He so was right. Mr. Ass. Yes, that, that's all it was. Again, it it wasn't no main event top level anticipation type of thing. But you knew that Billy Gunn going to be in the ring. It's going to be something entertaining. Or at least you're going to get a decent match out of him. Is he you know, going to be marketed as one of the best of all time? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the better part of 30 years, he's been in the ring. He's been consistent. You know, He's reliable in the ring. And you're able to see it, too. So you're saying he's consistent? In yeah, but consistent at what? He hasn't. He never, he never really amounted to anything. <laughs> He had the. I mean, seriously, he had the the, the famouser, which is still a, a um a great move that's used by a lot of people. But what did Billy Gunn do? He had memorable gimmicks. He did. He had the the Chuck and Larry. He has the one he's got going now with the acclaim. He had uh, uh I'm Billy and Chuck Chuck and Larry. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He he had a few memorable gimmicks, but as far as him himself, he. Nothing he did actually stuck out to me. He was a terrible talker. He was an okay in-ring worker. He wasn't phenomenal. He was consistent, but he, there was nothing as far as mid-card that would make me put him up that high. So, that's I mean, you're not really putting him high. You're just saying he deserves flowers. I'm just, if you could jog my memory, I'd appreciate it. I'd just go see what flowers to get his man. Some, what's some, what's some things called? Some, some sunflowers, some <laughs> some cheap you pick outside the highway. I don't know what kind of flowers to get them. There ain't gonna be no special special flowers. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I, uh, again, I, I, I would, I do not put him on the pedestal. Somebody who's always put on like these great matches. It's, it's somebody who's in ring who has been consistent. We, we rarely ever talk about Billy Gunn on, on this show, and that's that pretty much shows. So yes, I, I completely acknowledge that. But again, you know, if you need somebody in the ring to put onto the decent, especially for like young and up and comers, especially in this generation, if you need, you know, like a scapegoat to help them not necessarily get over, but to continue that in ring prowess, you know, to give them something to go into the ring for, that's that's what you'll have. He's clearly a stepping stone, a, a, a block. And a lot of times that's all you need in wrestling. You don't have to beat somebody who is upper and you don't have to be somebody that is you know super great in order for you to start to get established over the years you see billy Gunn get into the rings with a lot of the young guns especially in AEW, to help get them over and that's still been working that's pretty much been the majority of his career other than dx probably but yeah that's that's what i see it's consistent it's the consistency that that i've noticed and that i'll, I'll give respect to okay so he's just he's basically your guy you just you just singing his praises for what he's done over the years unsung hero type stuff yeah again not though oh yeah he should have been world champion i didn't say that he he definitely needs to be in one of the top 10 technicians of all time not what i'm saying it's the consistency that he's able to give to the rainbow day to be but obviously AEW. i'm not too familiar with any outside work that he done but yeah he just consistent guy just just can't go with it he's just he's basically just did enough to stay consistent on the main uh Main roster, yeah, the main roster spotlight, pretty much. That's basically what he's saying. You know, he's 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 done enough to just stay mainstream for a majority of his career. Yeah, yeah. I'm the last it, man. It, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so he's, just, he's like that consistent role player on an NBA roster that just ain't get cut yet. That's it. He's like, <laughs> shoot. A lot of you great will be missed, apparently, Mr. Gunn. You will be missed, apparently. He's going to pop up. He's going to pop back some. He's probably going to go to the WWE or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay around his sons, who I don't, they're not a topic, but I don't get them either. Not been a fan of the guns. The buns, yeah. Um, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more on the uh, All League wrestling side. I, I just want to touch on this real quick because these are probably like two of my top favorite wrestlers on this side of the wrestling world. And that is, you know, already know the drill MJF and Adam Cole. Say it, say it, say it. Say it. Baby. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, Better than you, baby. Yes, they are. <laughs> In they no, they haven't had the tag title uh match yet, but they are inconsistent, so they go against FTR. I've, I've been loving this lately, but it seems like there's a little bit of hostility going on because you know the champion that we all know of MJF has his doubts about a person who is all about titles, and that is Adam Cole. He, he took a glimpse at that Gucci printed certified AEW championship of MJF is. MJF, it, it, that 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 sounded weird. What? It did. Carry yeah, on. It did. Yeah, but still at the same time, <laughs> how you feel about the storylines going on so far, and what do you think the end result would be of this? And we probably already know what's going to happen, what's going to come. But go ahead, Jabo, start it off. The the end result is obvious. MJF and they're going to break before they win the straps. That's that's obvious. There's I don't see them win the titles, but this tag team combination. Has been entertaining as hell, yeah, and this I've, has made me watch this uh, show consistently now for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like honestly, the the combat, like MJF was always, you know, a a prize, a, a commodity to watch in AEW. But him and Adam Cole is like an unlikely pairing that just works. Um, from promo work, even with the end ring, they got a double clothesline to go over. Like that's. That is just wild to me. Uh, but then again, from who we're talking about here, Adam Cole, MJF, obviously them together, they'll make it work. Um, the the match that's inevitable between them for the AEW World title is going to happen. I, I I don't put it past AEW, but I, I don't see them winning the tag titles and then implementing that into their feud. I see MJF saying, you know, at the end, he turns on Adam Cole. Remember, I'm better than, you know, just something of his route. I am better than you. I don't need you. I don't need this title because I am the AEW World Champion. You know, something along that line. And then it goes into the few that we all see coming. But leading up to it, it's been entertaining as hell. Yeah, it kind of reeks of that uh, sucker in ending. Like he's just been lulling them asleep uh, with his mannerisms and how he's been going around, going about the whole tag team uh, push that they've been getting recently. But it is really entertaining TV. Uh, it's what you should expect from them too, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. It's, it's really good. I, I can't really find nothing wrong with it. Adam Cole. It took them too long to actually give Adam Cole something to do. Yes. But now that he does have something to do, he's flourishing. Uh, MJF. I really hope he never goes WWE. Why? <laughs> I don't. I don't see them doing it properly. I just don't. That and the MJ, he, he's, he's freestyle with everything that he says and does. He comes off the top. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? WWE, even with 
people like Roman, you still tell Roman Reigns is kind of scripted. They give him outlines on what to say. He fills yeah. it in with his punchlines and his little phrases because he knows how to work the crowd at this point. But MJF don't need that. He got it. AEW is the only place that's going to let him drive like that. Harv is correct. No, you're right. MJF MJF is one of those who are, like you mentioned, good on the mic, but he's explicit. You you can't you can't put limits. Yeah, you just gotta let him go. Just let him go. And and WWE, would he have a great mic time? Sure. Look at somebody like the Miz. Pretty sure if you let the Miz be explicit, I'm pretty sure he can go up higher as well. But the Miz learned how to make it work. We don't know how that's gonna work for MJF. And as of right now, as Harv mentioned. He flourishes a whole lot more in AEW than he would in WWE. And hey, they would have suspended him for throwing that drink on that little kid. Right? He would have been suspended. <laughs> well, yeah, we know, we, they we made a rule around him. They know, made a AEW rule. got that independent field, you know, just on the a main, you know, just on the main. That's where he belongs. That's that's his air. That's that's really where he belongs. He shouldn't go anywhere else. I mean, I thought that there was hope when Cody Rhodes got a, a deal, and I thought he was getting certain guarantees, and obviously he didn't. So I, I just don't stay where you are, MJF. Stay where you are. Well, I mean, we Cody, that just that just might be a different slow build that we're waiting Focus for. Focus on yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know what they say. Focus on yourself. Okay, there you go. <laughs> be patient, be hard. Nah, son. Hey, yeah. Oh yeah, and my apologies, uh, MJF. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I should know my design. I meant to say Burberry, not Gucci. You have us a Burberry. Yeah, that's the print. That's the style he got. I'm not a name brand guy. I was gonna correct you, but I was like, shit. What I know? I was just rolling with. It. I was. I don't know why I thought <laughs> Gucci first, but I'm like, it's a Burberry scarf, a Burberry belt, not Gucci. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. Gucci is the green, but it, you, you never forget. Yeah, y'all know it. You should. But yeah, but Brandon you, baby, has been a great storyline. It's been kept me in. Keep me invested with the AEW product, and it's gonna come to an end soon. We all gonna see, obviously, MJF turn on Adam Cole. We're gonna see his next title match, and hopefully, should we might see Adam Cole be the AEW champion. I'm not mad at it, or MJF might keep it. I ain't mad at it because I like both of them, so it's gonna work out. And we're gonna see what is to come from it because they're not taking off of FDR. I don't see that's not happening. All right, uh, last topic of the day. Is the PLE predictions for SummerSlam, and for this we're just gonna just give your answer. We ain't gonna give an explanation. Just you know, three, two, one. Just say the name, and then we're gonna leave it there. All right, all right, ready, go. All right, cool. What? What'd you say we doing? Our predictions for SummerSlam. Oh, okay. I heard you. Say, I thought you said something about a Mister PLE or something like that. I know he's saying something about that in the chat. Oh no! What no? Uh, Mello, Carmelo was doing uh, a promo. Yeah, I got myself Mr. Freeland. I'm like that shit was dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was the first person to say because that's his now. <laughs> Mr. Mommy, little Bow Wow called himself Mr. One Hundred Six in Park. You got it. <laughs> Moniker Bow Wow. <laughs> Wild. All right, let's see. First, we got is Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar. On the count of three, say who you got. Three, two, one. Wait, I said count three. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, countdown here. Yeah. Three, two, one. Cody. Good job. I said Cody Rose, too. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. The World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins or Finn Balor. Three, two, one. Rollins. Finn. I, 
I, I honestly want it to be fan. They doing a lot. Yeah, you said no explanations, but I'm explaining this real quick. They doing a lot with the Judgment Day, <laughs> and it would be cold for fan to have it, Rhea have it, uh, Dom have it for a little bit, and then uh, uh, Big Homie having the briefcase, and it would just add tension to their whole little storyline. So I'm, I'm I'm a little conflicted on that one, but I I know Rollins gonna take it. I would just like to see it. I'm I'm going with fan. I'm still saying fan. Mm. Right, next. Yeah, yes, sir. Ronda yes, Rousey sir. versus Shayna Baszler. Three, two, one. Shayna. Shayna. Good job. Let's see. Uh oh, you know, the Intercontinental uh, Championship match is gonna be Gunther and Drew McIntyre is probably gonna be coming up. So with that one, three, two, one. Gunther. Gunther. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. Look at them. Proud. Proud. All right. Uh, let's see. What's another match probably that was going to be coming up? Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. I, I feel like we know this one. Three, two, one. Don't care. Becky. All right. Cool. That works. All right. Uh, let's see. The triple threat match with Oscar, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Bianca. Oscar. Woo! You, <laughs> you got oh, we got three different answers. Oscar, yeah. got Charlotte Flair, and we got Bianca Belair. Yeah. Oh. Well, we knew you was going for Bianca. So that was kind of obvious. You never yeah. been against Bianca. Like, don't even ask for my opinion. I'm biased. So next. And I feel like I'm biased <laughs> with Charlotte. <laughs> uh oh, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Three, two, one. Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, Reigns, and and the only we, we okay. We we can do we can do explanation on this one. That, that was that was the last one I had because everything else has been solidified or has, isn't on my radar right now. But um, yeah, let's let's talk about we got yeah we got a couple minutes here. Talk about that one real quick. Why do you think Jay Uso? So the the only yes, Roman Reigns obviously makes sense. Yes, but I'm going with Jay Uso because yes, I am living in a fantasy, and I would love for the story to be ended perfectly. And mainly because after, let's say Roman Reigns he does win, there's nothing else left. We talk on you know our show with Above the Ring, where obviously the end result could be with Cody Rhodes coming back into it and going forward. But me personally, I just don't care. I don't care about that. So, but I do care more about the the story, the bloodline ending the way it's supposed to. And Jay Uso, who who just came out of nowhere as this tag team competitor for years, becoming main event Jay and being the one to the throne him. Yes, I understand it's fantasy booking, but that's what I'm pulling for in this case. <laughs> I need them to have a little bit more build for me to believe it. It started off where I was like, hell yeah, but now I'm just like, I don't feel like they building it to where he's going to take it. It just doesn't feel that way. I want that to happen because they need to come to some sort of satisfying close to that uh, storyline, but they're not building it right no more to me. It, it's, it, you know, the whole storyline as far as the bloodline has slowed down, and yeah. now we know that this match is coming, but they're not putting the attention on it that they need to. It was like a weekly episodic drama, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and now they're not getting that same attention, so it, it wavers your faith in Jay a little bit, where it becomes more of a fantasy, like you just said, than something that would make sense. But, I mean, you still got a little bit of time. 
they just got to get me invested back into that particular story. It's not even that I'm not invested. They just don't feel like he's going to win with their current direction. Shoot, they got two <laughs> shows that to build it up. So, I mean, like... So I said, they got to they gotta get to it. Uh, that's hard. I mean, it sound good, but it's like... Do, do you personally and honestly see Jay Uso being your face of your company for a period of time? It's not that I see him, but being, you see him taking off the title, yes. But for how, yeah, okay, yeah. see him taking off the title face. No, I'm not even expecting for him to have it long. It's my my end goal is in the bloodline story story perfectly. That that's my thing. Other than you know, he's clearly not going to have the belt as long as Roman Reigns. He's not going to have it as long as most people because yeah, J, main event J is not the superstar that they're going to clearly build. Social media, finance, all that behind. I don't see that. I'm just seeing the end of the bloodline and being that Jay Uso. Jay Uso could lose it to whoever the hell else afterwards. Just yeah, I mean that's storyline. That's a given too. That part, what you was just saying there, is that he could lose it to anybody. He's never had experience really in a singles run or as a singles champion, so they could use that easily to take it off of him in his first, second, third defense, and nobody yeah. will be disappointed because nobody saw him getting to this level anyway. But right. I do think that with the fire in his promos and with him and uh, Jimmy not exactly breaking up, mm -hmm. uh, it will work. He could have a short run with the title. He really could. If he had a short run, that run is probably going to last for all of 30 seconds to a minute because of Jack. I could see Jay Uso winning, but mm -hmm. then I see Damian Priest coming out with that briefcase and it'd be easier for him to cash there in. There you go. That's easy. That's an easy way to actually make it. And you, I wouldn't be mad at it because it makes sense. Right, and it makes it, it better. It makes it better because you no, know, Damian Priest isn't pinning Roman Reigns. He's just pinning Jay Uso. Like no disrespect to Jay Uso, but mm -hmm. it, it looks more believable that way. Yeah, yeah. and play wrong go away for a while. They're trying That's to nice build. build. To be oh, yeah, the next no, you find no. They they're trying to build the Judgment Day, Day to be like the next important faction anyway. So that'll be a terrific transition. That's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah, then that way you could bounce them, have them both bouncing on both shows for a while, you mm -hmm. know, going against the, the draft rules. But still, like, mm -hmm. I just stopped talking about that draft. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, man, let's just not say we did. <laughs> and on that note we're gonna leave it right there for episode 74 thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for watching thank y'all for listening thank y'all for being part of this whole thing we got going on with no rose podcast we appreciate you we love it. we can't do this without y'all but before we sign off y'all gotta do this one something favor for us and that is too Follow us on all social media platforms, Skater underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube. No Rose Podcast, all podcast platforms. Got Google Podcasts, got Spotify, got Intercop Podcast, got Podbean on everything. And don't forget to get that merch at ProResteeze.com slash KTR Podcast. This is episode 74, Another Rose Podcast, hashtag KTR. We are KTR, and we are out. What should they do? Big heart. I'm an ass man. Mm -mm. I like to pump them. That's it. Had to add that. I like to pump them. That's it. You. <laughs> That don't compute in my mind, I must be out of mind Your black fist high, rally up before we out of time 